At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is our number three of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And we've got a tremendous hour for you as Brad Thomas. He does great work over at NBC Sports Bet. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at some of the big matchups that we've got in terms of college football and the NFL for this weekend. Going to do a little college, a little bit of pro with him. So that is going to be a lot of fun as we always have a great guest list. And that is thanks to our wonderful producer, Jason Kahn, one of the best in the business and Really, even though it says the Greg Peterson experience on the screen, all of the folks behind the scenes, they do tremendous work. Our wonderful per, our wonderful technical director, Nick, he does a great job. As all the graphics that you see on screen, if you're watching at home to VEASAN, if you're listening on radio, well, there is no visual to be had. But that said, the visual that we've got right now, it is absolutely tremendous. And if you're listening on radio, the reason why this sounds so crisp and clean is due to our audio engineer, Taylor. He does amazing work on that front as well. And these guys are some of the best in the business. And they were able to get us set up with a great chat with someone that's absolutely terrific as well. Trent Adjia, you're able to follow my Twitter at Book It with Trent. He does absolutely amazing work just in the spear in general. He had some sweats. He had a very in very interesting night to say the least as he was on my show the great peterson experience in hour number one you saw him a little bit earlier on live bet tonight and let's recap a little bit of what we saw from trent tonight i think we might be 
you're going to be sweating these bets out, not just here in studio, but also I'm sure you're going to go up to Stadium Swim. I'd oh, imagine yeah. it's on your on the on the itinerary. Oh yeah, maybe the sports book here. I thought Peoples Jones got that first touchdown, and I was thrilled for half a second. <laughs> and I realized it wasn't him; it was Amari Cooper. Browns are driving. I like the way that we're looking. I like Brissett setting the pace and tempo on this drive. You'd love to see the number in your favor. I'm seeing minus six right now on DraftKings. I got it at four and a half. Always good to have him aboard. Trent does amazing work in the spear and now we've got to try to find some winners for him for this weekend in the NFL. As we, I will try to fill out my Circa Millions card. I went two and three the first two weeks, which is not too terrific. And when it came to last week, ironically enough, the two least picked teams in the Circa Millions contest that were not played on Thursday. Because if you take the Thursday game, you have to file in all five picks. So as a result, these two teams, they just don't get picked in general. So you're going to expect to see... Browns versus the Steelers, unless if something strange happened, those are going to be your least picked two teams. But that said, I took the two least picked teams in the Circa Billions with the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans last week. Both it, everything else missed. So that goes to show that sometimes these teams that nobody else wants any part of, those could be some of the best ones. And when it comes to a Circa Millions card, I'm going to probably take one that I think that darn near everyone is going to be piling in on. I just can't find any reason to back the New England Patriots against the Baltimore Ravens. Even with the collapse that we saw from the Baltimore Ravens last week, I just think that they're unequivocally the better team in this circumstance. Lamar Jackson has been dealing with a little bit of ailment, but I mean, what else is new? He had that all last year, and even when he was performing while he was a bit banged up, he was still one of the best players in all the NFL. There's a chance that we could see a little bit more from the ground game as well as J.K. Dobbins' health is beginning to improve for this team and with the Baltimore Ravens, I still think that they've actually got a better defense than the, the New England Patriots. And something that we were talking about in our number one with Rob Pizzola is taking a look at not just the head coach, but some of the coordinators. And right now, the offensive coordinator position for the New England Patriots, to call it a mess, would be about as polite as it gets. I have no idea what we're going to be getting out of this New England Patriots offense. So, I'm going to be taking a look at the Baltimore Ravens. I am pretty dead set on that one. It would take a big, giant change of heart for me to not fire in on them. So that is one that I certainly do like. I am a man from the great state of Wisconsin. I faded the Green Bay Packers in week one. That it for the Minnesota Vikings in that one. Week two, I stayed away. I was either going to be laying the 10 with the Green Bay Packers or pass. I decided to pass because I thought that the number was a little bit too big. The wide receiver core of the Green Bay Packers in general, just not in a good spot. And, well, I'm most likely going to be fading the Green Bay Packers here. For the Green Bay Packers, they have struggled mightily whenever they have traveled to the great state of Florida when Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers in the state of Florida in games that he started, he's got a below 500 record, and Tom Brady has sort of owned him in recent years. Whenever these two have matched up, it has been the... uh, it has been the side that Tom Brady has been on, whether that be the Patriots or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that has gotten the better end of this. Linus went down to a pick'em slash a one-point favorite on the Buccaneers because Mike Evans is going to be out. You have a little bit of fear, but 
you still have a Buccaneers just in general wide receiver core that I think is equipped to be able to handle this. And the way that so many people have been freaking out in the media over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to me is obscene. This is still a 2-0 team. They have won both of their games by more than a score. They've been relatively dominant. Now, the Cowboys were a hot mess in week one, and they went up against the New Orleans Saints team that I'm going to get to them in a minute, and it's not going great there. But for the Green Bay Packers, whoop-de-doo. He got on track against the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears stink. No way fans are buts about it. This Chicago Bears team is awful on offense. They're awful on defense. I'm not going to say that they're awful with regards to coaching staff. I need to look, make a little bit more of a judgment on them. I need to see a little bit more. So jury's out on the coaching staff. But with that said, this team is just not good, to say the least. So the Green Bay Packers getting on track there. Yeah, good for you. But I need to see a little bit more with them having to hit the road, having to go up against a Buccaneers defense that has been dominant the first two weeks of the season. I'm going to be willing to side with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. And then I'm looking at the Carolina Panthers, and I think that they've got a good shot of winning this game outright against the New Orleans Saints. I stupidly took them in week one against the Atlanta Falcons, and that was a dead bet from the start. And with the Carolina Panthers, Baker Mayfield has not performed horribly. Now, Matt Rule is not a coach I want to be siding with too much. Matt Rule, he's... Proven that he's probably a little bit more of a college guy than an NFL guy at this point. But with the Carolina Panthers, they were very close in both of their losses. Thus far, Baker Mayfield, he's been competent. He's been forcing the ball down the field, I feel like, a little bit too much. He's been able to hook up quite a bit with Robbie Anderson. But aside from Robbie Anderson, it's been a little bit of a mess on that front. And I do expect him to utilize Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield a little bit more as well. And I do think that that is going to lend a little bit more balance for this team. You do want to note that McCaffrey, he's currently listed as questionable. He was a limited participant in practice. He's going to be good to go. If he does not go, well, that would be a little bit bad. And this is part of the reason why you take as much time as humanly possible to fire in these picks as well. It's a big reason why you don't take the Thursday night football game because if you, like me, are liking the Carolina Panthers, you want full assurance that Christian McCaffrey is going to be playing in this game because if there's no Christian McCaffrey, I am out. There's no fans or buts about it. There's going to be no taking the Carolina Panthers with Deontay Foreman and his four carries this season, and I recognize that Deontay Foreman has a little bit more of a track record in the past, but I don't want to be banking on Deontay Foreman after he's had his cups of coffee with a few different teams and has been meh at best, so that is one that I'm taking a look at, so I'll probably wait another 24 or so hours, try to see where we're at in terms of Christian McCaffrey, but should be good to go in my opinion. And if he is good to go, like I'm thinking, I'm going to be siding with the Carolina Panthers in this one, a game that I just keep going to. And the more I talk to our guests, the more that I take a look at it. I've got, I was talking about our wonderful producer, Jason Kahn, a little bit earlier. I'm going to tell you this right now. You might not like me for saying this. He has been telling me for weeks that the Arizona Cardinals are going to be a four win team. I'm telling him that he's crazy for thinking that the that the Cardinals are going to be a four-win team because they're going to have two opportunities against the Seattle Seahawks. And, well, that'll get you to three right there because they've already got one in the bank. But I can see them being about a six- or a seven-win team. And with the L.A. Rams, they got back online when they played against the when they played against the Atlanta Falcons last week for the Rams. You still have some concerns. Matthew Stafford doesn't look to be a fully 100%. I have no idea what they're doing with Cam Akers right now. If you're a fantasy owner of Cam Akers, lots of prayers for you. Pour one out for that bad draft pick. But that said, with the L.A. Rams, 
very dominant defense. They're going to be much more disciplined than the Las Vegas Raiders were last week because that Raiders defense, they just could not do anything against our good friend Kyler Murray. And something that was lent to us by our guest Mackenzie Kramer in the last hour, when it comes to the Rams and John McVay against Cliff Kingsbury, he's covered all but one of his games against the Arizona Cardinals with Cliff Kingsbury at the helm. And that makes so much sense because Cliff Kingsbury not a good decision maker to say the least. And I do think that the coaching advantage just so massive in this game. And I do think that the Rams are going to find a way to be able to move the ball on the ground, be able to have some good play action against an Arizona Cardinals defense that is suspect at best. And then I mentioned the Seattle Seahawks. They're only laying one point at home against the Atlanta Falcons. I recognize that the Falcons covered each other first two games, but this team is still not good. I am not sold on Marcus Mariota whatsoever. I feel like their performance against week one that got some kudos against the Saints is a little bit overblown because the Saints team is a hot mess with having a new coaching staff coming in. And for Seattle, Geno Smith is 9-1 and against the spread in his last 10 starts. This is a Seahawks team that doesn't have the world's greatest offense, but I feel like they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground against a Falcons team that they're bad on stopping the ground game. They're bad at being able to stop the aerial attack as well. There's really not a lot of redeeming qualities. They've got a converted wide receiver as their running back, so I'm looking at the Seattle Seahawks as well. But coming up next, something that I'm taking a look at is a great chat with Brad Thomas, who does great work over at NBC Sports Bet. We're going to be talking some college and pro football with him on the other side on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, 
I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to their free sweepstakes to enter to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. And on over to vcin.com slash horses now to register as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vcin, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Brad Thomas. Does great work over at NBC Sports Bet. Covers a little bit of everything, and it's always a pleasure to have you aboard, Brad. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And what else I'm thankful for is that we've got a great week of games in general, and we've got a lot of interesting games out in the Pac-12 as well, because with the Pac-12, there's just a whole lot of intrigue in general. And this is one that stands out to me, and we've seen Washington go from about a 12.5-point favorite to, in a lot of places, a 13.5-point favorite against Stanford. Stanford does not look great this season. That's putting it politely. And Washington, I've been pleasantly surprised by. Take me through this one, because with Washington, I didn't have quite as high of expectations coming into the year for them, but I'm really starting to warm up on them. And about a 63.5 in this game honestly feels a little bit too high as well. Yeah, so this Washington-Stanford game is interesting. I think that this is going to be one of the public looks. Um, Washington minus 12.5, minus 13.5. It's totally fine with me. It's going to be my play. Why is that? This Washington team last season, if you look at their stats, they were one of the best defensive teams in the Pac-12, only allowing 22, 23 points per game. One thing that was really impressive about this team is they did this all with having one of the worst time of possessions in college football. Why is that? Because their offense was unable to sustain drives. Their defense was getting the ball in very bad field position and still coming up with huge stops and minimal opportunities for their opponent. Now they bring in Indiana transfer Michael Penix Jr., a quarterback who in his career has proven when healthy he can be an elite threat coming out of there. They have Kalen DeBoer, who's a great offensive mastermind. So now they're able to sustain drives. They're able to actually put points up on the board and still retain over 65% of their defensive production. Now the Stanford side, this is the side that gave up 41 points to USC at home. I expect Washington to to put up a similar performance against them. And the best news is Washington gets to play this in Husky Stadium. Husky Stadium is going to be absolutely rocking because this is a legitimate Washington team who will be a legitimate playoff threat. And if you guys want to look at the player prop market in this game, start finding Michael Penix Jr. Player props, alt lines, anything over 300 that's giving you plus money, I would take. And here's a little bit of an alternate line that you're taking a look at because 
Georgia's a big favorite against Kent State, and <laughs> with Kent State, it's a very correlated number. If they're able to get a touchdown on the board in general, they should be able to cover this game if the total stays online because the total is 62, and Georgia's a 45-point favorite at this point, and I know that you've taken the full game out of it because this could get out of hand, and take me through how you've taken the full game out of it, and carp, car, or I'm trying to think of the right word for it, uh, just sort of made the game a little bit shorter in general since I can't think of the word. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Georgia first quarter. I can play this line all the way up to 14, 14 and a half. I would probably think about buying the hook or moving elsewhere. This line started out for Georgia minus 42 full game. In general, when you look at teams that come on uh, coaches that come from the Nick Saban coaching tree, they like to start games fast and play really good defense. Kirby Smart does exactly that. Georgia is an interesting team this season. They have Stetson Bennett, who, you know, when he started at Georgia, no one really thought he was going to be the guy throwing the ball all around the field. While Georgia really hasn't had much of a rushing attack, Stetson Bennett has been doing it with his arm. Now, Kent State has one of the worst coverage grades in college football, going against a very confident Stetson Bennett. And what's really important about this Georgia team is everyone knows they hang their hat on their defense. Despite losing a ton of talent to the draft, they still remain a great, solid defense. Going against a quarterback who's very turnover-prone. If you want to talk about like matchups, we can talk about Washington versus Kent State, where Washington won the first quarter 21-7. to I don't think Kent State score a single point in that first quarter. And Kirby Smart knows it's important to start fast. And that way, by the by the time you get to the third quarter, you can rest your guys. You can get your younger guys meaningful playing time. So I like Georgia to win the first quarter, something like 17 to zero. And I think that that's a smart look as well, because we've noticed that that has worked out very well for another team out there in the SEC in Alabama. And as a matter of fact, I believe you've got a little bit of an Alabama hat in the background as well. And the word <laughs> I was thinking of compartmentalize. Go figure, uh -huh, yeah. something to make things a little bit shorter. There's five syllables in it, so <laughs> that's why we were struggling with it. I will take the blame on that one. That is that good UW Oshkosh education coming through on that front. But you know what else is good education? The one that you get from either Wake Forest or Clemson, because I know that you're taking a look at this game, and shocker, there's been a lot of people on Clemson in this one. The line is, in most places right now, seven. I was seeing seven and a half a little bit earlier. This has shifted to a seven. Total on game come down just a little bit in terms of about a 55 to a 55 and a half. For Wake Forest, I think it's just all about can they move the ball on this Clemson defense? Because with DJU, I'm just not sold on him as a quarterback for Clemson, but always the fear that you've got with Clemson is this defense. Yeah, so this game is one that I had circled on my calendar in this offseason. I'm actually going to be at this game. I'll be on the nice. sideline. It was something that I really wanted to see. And then when Sam Hartman was announced that he had a non-football related injury, he would be out indefinitely. I was legitimately heartbroken. Why? Because I thought Wake Forest was a legitimate ACC contender. Without him, that you know, that, that their odds went from plus 600 to plus 1200. So it shows you that the books were in agreement how important Sam Hartman is. He will be important in this game, and I am going to back the Demon Deacons plus seven. If you guys want to shop around and you can find it at plus seven and a half, great. If not, plus seven's just as good as as it will get. Why? Because I think that Wake Forest is a live underdog. The last two times Wake Forest played Clemson, they lost by 21, they lost by 24. Then two important parts of that thing, unable to protect the quarterback, 
unable to sustain drive to score enough points. I think that we know that this Clemson's pass rush is going to be just as good as last time. Yet this time they get to play at home and their coverage is not as good as it was last year and why that is important. So I love to look at the de- defensive defensive efficiency metrics, right? What defensive uh, efficiency is, is it looks at the quality of drives and the expected gain of drives that you get based on your level of competition. Clemson ranks 86 in the nation in in coverage, which is wild to think about a team like Clemson who's played hasn't played the cream of the crop. Sam Hartman's going to have this game as his redemption game. Beating Clemson will be one of those legacy moments that you will always remember. It's going to be a sellout crowd. It's going to be loud. It's going to be exciting. And I wholeheartedly believe that Wake Forest will score enough points to either win this game or make this a one-score football game. I don't trust DJU to get in a shootout with Sam Hartman, and I don't trust that that defense is good as they were last season. And for me, that means if I don't trust the opposing quarterback to push the ball down the field and I trust Sam Hartman, I have to take the seven points at home. And do you feel like this is a little bit of a correlated game as well in terms of the side in total? Because I feel the same way about this Wisconsin versus Ohio State game. If Ohio State is flinging the ball down the field, Wisconsin has no shot whatsoever. It is curtains for them. If Wisconsin can make it sort of playing in a phone booth, three yards in a pile of dust, run the ball, I think Wisconsin could be able to cover that game. Do you sort of feel the same in terms of this one? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I feel very similar. If the, I would not really play the total in this this game because it, it's not unlike Wake Forest to go out there and try to win this dirty. And I do want to touch on that Ohio State game now that you mentioned. I'm actually on Wisconsin's team total under. Um, I th- I do think that this Jim Knowles led defense has improved, and I don't. I'm not a Graham Mertz truther, no. and Ohio State's um, uh, rush defense has been phenomenal so far this season. Braylon Allen will have to have the game of his life for Wisconsin to absolutely put up what was it 19 and a half to put up 20 points. And one thing that Ryan Day is not going to want to do, he's not going to want to get in a shootout in an important game like this, a game that could possibly be the Big Ten championship uh, preview. So I, I do like the under for the Wisconsin team total in that one. Yeah, no question. When it comes to Wisconsin, I do think that they're not going to score a lot of points. I like them to be able to cover, but that's because I do think that it's going to be a low scoring game as well. So sort of one goes with the other. So I like your look on the under. I think that the the, the Wisconsin Badgers are going to be able to hang in there as well. And something that we're always able to hang in there with is the GM Shuffle Podcast. You're able to get that podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. list goes on and on. Michael Lombardi, he always joins us. He does a great job on that front. I know that our good friend Femi does a great job there as well as I know that Brad Thomas, he does amazing work as well. They do a lot of football there. And coming up next with our good friend Brad, we're going to be taking a look at the NFL card. We've got a lot of intriguing games. I know that he's got to play on one of those home underdogs, which we've got a lot of them for this upcoming NFL week three that are going to be very, very, shall we say, interesting to say the least. So we're going to dive into that with Brad next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to Beast and Pro. Get full access to everything that we do, including our daily picks at a glance, which recaps the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests 24-7 video season prep, which includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips, which are updated every hour with actionable insights to up your sports betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, being rejoined by Brad Thomas. He does amazing work at NBC Sports Bet. And Brad, we're going to dive into the NFL in a minute, but I know you've got a couple plays in terms of what we're going to be seeing this weekend out on the links. Take me through what you've got this week on the golf cart because I know that you've done a great job on this front. I don't do as much golf as you, so I always look to your wisdom on this one, and I know you've got a few matchups. Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to be an overwhelming victory for the United States. It's going to be hard to find value betting on the United States unless you bet individual matches. And for me, I'm going to back all reliable Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley over Hideki Matsuyama and Tom Kim. And why I like this matchup, these guys first teamed up together in the 2019 President's Cup, went undefeated in team play. Then they paired together again for the Ryder Cup, another strong undefeated play. And then they ended up winning Zurich Classic this season together. And then I was on them uh, yesterday to, to, to be a team to win, and, and they won six and five. They absolutely destroyed Hideki Matsuyama and Adam Scott. Good ball strikers. They're very accurate, great competitors, and they're two of the best golfers in the game. Going against Hideki Matsuyama, who's been up and down all season, going against Tom Kim, who is young. And honestly, I think it was a massive mistake by Trevor Immelman by not having Tom Kim paired with Sung J.M., you have a young guy like Tom Kim who could be a firecracker in this competition. You want him to get points early so he gets that confidence. And now he's being sent to be fed to the Wolves, two veteran players who just thrive off each other's energy. Like it, when you ever watch these two play, especially when they're paired together, it's not like a hole goes by where one of them does not birdie. And they're playing in four, in four balls, which means they go out there, they each play their own ball. And then they take the best score from the hole from the pair. I think they have a chance to go low. They were seven under and eight under combined in their four ball matchup at Zurich. They're going to be deadly. That sounds absolutely amazing. And it's going to be a really fun event in general. And just something that I feel like is good for golf. And we've been seeing a lot happening in terms of that front as well. And it just feels like golf never takes a week off either because it feels like whether you're taking a look from January through December, you've always got some sort of golf tournament going on. So that's one of the big advantages that you've got there. And a big advantage that we've got is taking a look at the way that this line moves as well, because I tease it. You're on an underdog that I don't think a lot of people are going to be on. And I'm telling you right now, I'm looking more at it. And the more I look at it, the more I like it. And I'm talking about the Eagles and the Commanders game. Look at line on this one was the Eagles being a three-point favorite. This is now up to six and a half, and I think that this line movement has gotten a little bit out of whack. I could have advocated for a play on the Eagles being a three-point favorite on the road against the Commanders. Carson Wentz, I think we both agree, not an elite quarterback, but 
I think the hate on Wentz has gone a little bit too far and getting six half, especially with a Washington defense that I still think is one of the better ones in the NFL, feels like pretty good value. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting. Um, we cannot discredit the first two games that Jalen Hurts has had this season. He is playing at an MVP level. The Eagles looked like a top 10 defense against the Minnesota Vikings, holding them to under 270 yards and just seven points. All of it makes so much sense. And while you're watching this Eagles team, you, you're kind of scratching your head and saying, how, are, how is anyone going to stop Jalen Hurts? When a year ago, they were calling for Jalen Hurts to be benched and replaced. So what happened? The typical thing that happens in the NFL, the public goes and they overreact and they go and play the Eagles. They're ignoring the fact the Eagles are going to be on short rest. They're ignoring the fact the Eagles are going to be on the road. The line moved from three to six. I have two, I have two very important stats since 2008. Line movers of two and a half points are 47% against the spread. Line movers of three are 44 against the spread. One more very important fact. In the last 15 games, home dogs have covered at a clip of 64%. Yes. It's going to be hard to trust the commanders and Carson Wentz. Even in that first half against the Lions, Carson Wentz took that egregious sack where he should have gotten rid of the ball. He, he threw an interception. But in that game, I wholeheartedly believe if they do not go for two in that situation late in the game, they will win that game. You do not go for two there. It gives your opponent confidence and momentum at home when they stop you. You have to trust the number that Vegas set here especially with the rest advantage teams with rest advantage so far this season are three and one against the spread. I just think you have to back the commanders. You have to trust the number. It's going to be one of those gross games where if the Eagles win, it's going to be by a field goal and Carson Wentz has weapon. If you guys look at this team that Carson Wentz has around him, it's probably one of the better teams he's had in quite some times in terms of wide receiver talent. And he has the trust, Listen, not many not many teams are going to roster Carson Wentz. He takes a sack. I mean, he takes a safety. He throws an interception and still rally behind him. But these guys believe in Carson Wentz because they don't have many other options. And I think that Carson Wentz will continue. He'll probably throw two or three touchdowns. They'll stay in this game, and you have to play this line. Yep, I agree with you because their understudy that would be Mr. Taylor Heineke, and he honestly <laughs> looks a little bit like myself. And I've been told that I sometimes look like Kenny from Where are the Millers and. That's not necessarily what you want behind center. So not too terrific for the Washington Commanders. And you mentioned that the Commanders were playing against the Lions last week. And go figure. Lions are in a relatively similar line themselves. Take off the hook on this one. Right now we're fighting the Lions. Six-point underdogs against the Minnesota Vikings. You mentioned the rest factor. And the Minnesota Vikings, they're going to be coming off of a little bit of shorter rest because they played the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. And with the Vikings, they've had a relatively good They've had a relatively good home field advantage over the last few years, but the Lions, they've played them relatively tough. Where do you stand on this one? Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of backing road dogs, but you're giving me the Lions, who have been one of the hottest against the spread teams over this season and last season. Listen, six points is too much. Lions in their last six games are 5-1 and one against the spread, 4-0 and oh against the spread against the NFC North. And what's going to be important about this game, and I was one of the critics, I was a critic, I was overly critical of Aiden Hutchinson after one game in the NFL. 
Come on, Brad. What are you doing? Come on, every NFL analyst in the world. What are you doing? It's one game. We were already writing the guy off. What he do? He had a multiple sack performance the next game. I think he'll be able to get to Kirk Cousins. And most importantly, much like the Philadelphia Eagles did with Darius Slay, they will have Jeff Okuda trailing JJ, uh, me, Justin Jefferson all game. Yes, I do believe the Vikings will get theirs. But what this uh, Detroit Lions offense also proved is they're going to get theirs as well. Amon Ra, St. Brown is a legitimate wide receiver, and he has bursted onto the scene, has made his presence known. And DeAndre Swift, while still playing banged up, has been getting massive quality out of the runs he's had. I think that six is too many, especially if you look for this new and improved Lions team under Dan Campbell. They are live dogs in this situation. And Brad, we've got a mutual play. We're not necessarily reinventing the wheel on this one. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be on this one as well, but Ravens are two and a half point favorites against the New England Patriots. I recognize that Bill Belichick has been able to do great things in the past as an underdog. Most of that has come with a man by the name of Tom Brady behind center, and as far as I check, he's now in Tampa Bay. I think that we're in agreement on this Ravens play. Take me through it. Yeah, I'm on Ravens minus three. And I'm, I was actually shocked to see the, the the betting splits to see that almost 85% of the money is going to be on the Ravens because the Ravens are 0-4 against the spread as road favorites are three or more. But this is the time to bet the Ravens. The Ravens are playing against a New England Patriots team that's on the decline, one of the worst coverage teams in the NFL, and Lamar Jackson has looked absolutely spectacular. A lot of people are going to overreact to their loss against the Dolphins, but let's go ahead and put this out there. The New England Patriots do not nearly have the wide receiver weapons of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They have Nelson Aguilar and Devontae Parker, uh, Jacoby Myers, players that I'm not overly concerned about. The Ravens should have won that game against the Dolphins. It, it wasn't the Ravens losing that game. It was Tua Tagovailoa having a game of his life. Mac Jones has a PFF pass grade of 57 That's out of 100. He's only thrown two touchdowns. He's thrown two interceptions so far this season. In no way do I think that this Patriots team can keep up offensively with the Ravens. I agree with you, and I do think that the Ravens get the job done, just like you do every single week on this show, Brad. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Brad always does tremendous work, and Talk two segments about some football. So in the final segment, we're going to give you guys some Friday baseball plays here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
from LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace them up for week three of. The Bet Rivers Parlay and Insurance Touchdown Insurances, which are offered every single Sunday all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet of up to $25. If you wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football, you get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head on over to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app because it's a whole new game as we're back here in the Lovely Las Vegas. It is a Greg Peterson experience here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Final segment for me. If you're listening live, you're going to be getting a replay of Greg Peterson, which either you're welcome or I apologize, but at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, it's going to be Follow the Money. Mitch and Paul, you're going to have reaction to Thursday Night Football, all that we saw there, and get, get you all set for what is going to be a tremendous weekend. And have to tie up the loose end from last segment as well. Big thanks to Brad Thomas. He does amazing work at NBC Sports Bet. Joins me every week on this show and always does great work. Take a look at some golf, college football, the NFL. I know he does some soccer picks as well. Guy covers a little bit of everything. He's absolutely tremendous. So always good to get him aboard. A big thanks to him. Only thing we really haven't covered this hour is a little bit of baseball. And we're going to do that right about now because a lot of what we've got for this Friday is baseball. We've got a couple college football games as well. I just, I really don't have a lot in terms of college football. I'm getting set for the upcoming college basketball season. I am hard at work on a guy that you're going to be able to get if you're a VEASAN Pro subscriber. And I'm working on looking at 
recaps of all 363 D1 teams. So I apologize for not having a lot of college football tonight, but I will pay that pay it off with that. But what I do have is a little bit in terms of Major League Baseball. So let's take a look at the, the game I'm going to be writing up for DK Nation. This is 975-976 on the board. It is the Detroit Tigers. They're on the road. They're facing off against the Chicago White Sox as Lucas Gilito is going to be taking the bump for the Sox and Eduardo Rodriguez is on the bump for the Tigers. And the Tigers, they are between about a plus 155 to a plus 163 underdog. Between minus 175 and minus 180 is the number on the White Sox with the total at a 7.5. A little bit of juice on the over in some spots, anywhere between minus 110 to a minus 115. And that's where I'm looking at the total over because with the Detroit Tigers, it's been a grody offense this season. They are dead last in terms of home runs on a per-game basis. It's actually gotten a little bit better recently. So credit where credit is due. They've actually been doing a better job of scoring on the road recently as well, which that's a big factor because Lucas Giolito has been a hot mess at home, to say the least, because with Lucas Giolito, home ERA this year of a 661. He's given up right around 1.7-ish home runs for nine innings when he is at home. Opponents are at 313 off of him. It has been a terrible year for Lucas Giolito. He gives up over three walks per nine innings, so it has been just all over the place with him. And for the Detroit Tigers, they've got their pitching deficiencies as well, as you've got a guy in Eduardo Rodriguez who has made four starts here in the month of September. He's allowed five home runs in that span with a 604 ERA, and overall the season just has not been sharp because he's had to sort of stop and go. He had a little bit of an injury towards the beginning part of the season, then he had to deal with some family member or for some personal issues away from the diamond as well. So he just has been a little bit all over the place in general this season. And then the Tigers' bullpen, which has been rock solid for the most part this season, their ninth in terms of bullpen ERA, because they have just been so taxed, because the Tigers have dealt with so many injuries in their rotation, this has went straight down the toilet bowl as a ninth-ranked bullpen ERA in the big league since the beginning of the month of August. That has shrunken down to 24th as they've got a mark of a 484 in their ERA since the beginning of the month of August. And, not like the White Sox have been laying the world on fire themselves in their bullpen. 21st in the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA post-All-Star break. You do have a pair of guys in Ronaldo Lopez and Jimmy Lambert or failed starters who have been okay in the bullpen. And then Liam Hendricks and Keto Graven, you're able to rely upon them. But when you get guys like Joe Kelly and boy, Joe Kelly has been terrible this year. He just can't bank on them. And for the Detroit Tigers, we've seen so many guys like a Daniel Norris have a really rough second half of the season. It has not been a good ordeal as well with when you've been getting out of someone like a Alex Lang. His ERA is north of a 350. Gregory Soto has seen a little bit of fall off. And for the Detroit Tigers, while you still have quite a few guys like Jameer Candelario, Jonathan Scope, Spencer Torkelson, list goes on and on. Not doing a great job of being able to put back to ball. They've called up some young guys in. A lot of their young guys have been able to do a good job of moving the line. Kerry Carpenter is hitting at 275. Limited at-bats, but six bombs and 91 at-bats. He's really been able to give this team a little bit of breath of life. Someone like Aero Castro has been able to hit about a 260. Eric Haas, Riley Green, they're hitting about a 245 to a 250. And Ravi Baez, it's not been a good season for him overall, but much like he did last year. He had his best month in September, and over the last three days, he's hitting a 333. So a little bit of credit where credit is due. And for the Chicago White Sox, you've got all sorts of guys that are doing a very good job of moving the line. And all these guys, well, the power isn't necessarily there for them. Their leader in home runs is Andrew Vaughn with 17, and they rank in the bottom eight 
in terms of home runs on a per-game basis. But with that said, Vano, I mentioned a little bit earlier, Eloy Jimenez, Jose Abreu, able to throw in there as well. Someone like a Luis Robert. All these guys are in between about 12 to 17 home runs. They're all hitting a 280 or higher. As since the All-Star break, the Chicago White Sox have the best batting average in the American League. They do a good job of moving the line. I think that's going to be death by a million cuts for the Tigers. And on top of that, with the Tigers, we've got Eduardo Rodriguez giving up right around 3.7 to 3.8 walks per nine innings. So his command has not necessarily been great. You've got less than stellar command from Lucas Giolito, who's given up all sorts of runs. So I do think that you've got good value on this over. I set my total a little bit north of 8.5. So I really think that this is a total that it should be much higher than it's currently sitting at right now. My DK Nation pick, it is going to be in on the over and. When it comes to the Chicago White Sox in this ordeal, I did make them more roundabout a minus 172, minus 173 favorite on the money line. Would have needed at least a plus 170 to take a shot on the Tigers, but where I'm seeing a little bit value, the run line, I needed at least a plus 112 to lay a run and a half, probably because I think that this is a higher scoring game. I'm seeing the value there, as right now you're finding between about a plus 115 to a plus 120 on that run line. I think that you're getting a good plus price. So looking at that run line, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total over, which is what the write-up is going to be about. And with regards to an underdog that I like for this Friday card, how about if we go to Oakland? This is going to be the late game of the night on the West Coast. This is 979-980 on the betting board. The New York Metropolitans are on the road. He's going off against the Oakland A's as Cole Irvin goes for the A's. And Chris Bassett has a has the oak line and sinker for the Mets. And the Mets... They're sizable favorites between minus 215 and minus 225, between plus 190 and plus $2. The number on Oakland needed at least a plus 185 to take a shot on Oakland, but we have gotten there pretty much in every book that you're able to find as Cole Irvin has been able to do a tremendous job at home. You really don't want any part of Cole Irvin on the road, and because he's had more road starts recently, his numbers over his last five starts, they're not great. He's got right around a five ERA over his last five starts, but Cole Irvin at home has been spectacular, posting up a 270 ERA, giving up five home runs at about 95 innings. So he has been really stellar on that front. He had just a washout start against the Atlanta Braves where he gave up nine runs in four and two-thirds innings, which is not necessarily too terrific. But with that said, with Cole Irvin as well, you're able to get a whole bunch of length with him as over the course of his last 15 starts, he has went six-plus innings in 13 of them. That is big because the Oakland A's have been dealing with some ailments in their bullpen. Zach Jackson, along with Sam Mull, are currently on the injured list. So that's not terrific for this Oakland A's team. Meanwhile, on the flip side for the Mets, Lugo has been able to provide a sub-2 ERA ever, or sub-250 ERA since the All-Star break. You've had also Tommy Hunter and Adam Adovino do a good job in the bullpen as well. And for Chris Bassett, he has been solid all season long, but his ERA is a full point higher on the road rather than at home. And this is a little bit of an angle to take a look at as well. Chris Bassett, last season, was pitching for the Oakland A's. Typically, when you have a rematch of a guy that used to pitch for a team, they have to go up against them. Now, with the Oakland A's, it's a little bit different because they sold off pretty much everything. And from the fire sale that they had, they sold off the streamers to represent that fire sale as well. It's not good. And Oakland might be coming out, or the A's might be coming out to Las Vegas soon as a result. But with that said, with the Oakland A's, they've got familiarity with them. So I do think that that plays a little bit of a factor here as well, even though the Oakland A's, well, they've got the worst batting average in the American League at home. They have been able to put back to ball, averaging about th- four and a half runs per game since the beginning of the month of September. So I'm taking a look at the Oakland A's. I think both guys do pitch well in this spot. And I do think that the bullpens rise up as well. So I'm taking a look at this total under as well. And 
Something else that we do here at VSIN, it is pro tips. We give one out every hour. You're able to separate them by sport and also by show. VSIN.com slash subscribe for everything that you get as a VSIN pro subscriber. But my tip for this hour is to when you're taking a look at games involving teams that play separate styles, we were talking about this in terms of Clemson and Wake Forest and Wisconsin versus Ohio State. You're able to correlate the side and the total. Like in Wisconsin versus Ohio State, think that it's going to be a lower scoring game. Probably favors Wisconsin, a shootout that favors Ohio State. So we've got a great week of football in general that's going to be on tap. And what else is on tap? 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. That would be Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Banking Network. Football is here. The VEASAN team has what you need to know. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power ratings, VEASAN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts, NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.